late then. Oh, okay, cool. So, um, well, there's been some lovely feedback from our, from your birth story. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. I got yeah. some really cool messages too, actually. Nice. Um, just friends too. That, yeah. You know, probably like one friend in particular who was um, my friend who came to the house to look after the kids while Chris and I went in the ambulance. Uh-huh. And she was just like, you know, you're so right with saying how we can't talk about our stories. Yeah. Like how you can't say... I'm disappointed or it sucks or I hate it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But there's just this massive – and I think it, there is this massive community of women, like I said, yeah. who just say, well, your baby's healthy, so you should be fine. Yeah, uh-huh. And they just shit on you. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, well, fuck off, cunt. Like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm not okay with how it went. Yeah. And I'm going to say that. Yeah. It's so good. Um, and I had a lot of people, not a lot, two people in particular say, oh my God, like they bawled the whole time and they just said they thought you were way too hard on yourself on the way that you took responsibility. And that was, but you pointed out like, well, it wouldn't be so hard if I just sat in a lie. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And so, yeah, but and I, I sh- it is a protective thing too. Like some people don't want to know that because they don't want to have to feel hurt. And, and I think upset. a lot of the time we do that with everything. Yeah. Not just mm-hmm. birth, but everything, every yeah. choice, you know, the mm-hmm. man you marry, the um, job you take, mm-hmm. the financial decisions you make. We all, I think, hide from the truth that we probably made some pretty fucked up choices along the way. Yeah. Uh-huh. And everyone makes shitty choices. Mm-hmm. Yep. So why exactly. not just admit that? Yeah, I know. And then I had, like, everyone, not everyone, but everyone I know, which is, like, five people, be like, what would you have done? What would you have done? And the I thought five I'm... people that still like it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like if there's an end to alienate a friend, it's like, <laughs> boom, boom. Like, um, and they were like, what would, you, what would have you have done? And I thought I made it clear in there. But I think it's different if you're in the room yeah. and you're the authority, whether you like it or not, if you're somebody in the room with a woman who's laboring and a cord falls out. I'm like, that is a completely different situation from a free birth situation if I'm the mother yeah. and I feel a cord. Oh, do they mean what you would have done if you were a midwife in that situation? Well, they didn't They didn't differentiate. Or like a birth with. keeper in that situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. And I was like, well, I don't know. Like, whereas if I'm the mother, there's so many different variables. Yeah, it is. Like, am I watching a cord come out of a mother followed quickly by a head coming out? Am I, exactly. what the fuck? I don't yeah. know. It, what colour, like, there's so many different things about it. And then what is this mother like? Do I know her well enough to know... What she would want, obviously, I would say to her, and then you think, do you point it out, or does she push the baby out? Do you want to alarm yeah, see, her? Like in my so many different things. In you know how I said it afterwards, I just raged and I wanted to know everything called prolapse. So I was in a lot of free yeah. birth groups and I searched for prolapse, cord prolapse in all those groups. Yeah. And in one of them popped up a story. This woman had a beautifully empowering free birth, and mm-hmm. it wasn't until afterwards that mm-hmm. she was sitting down and talking to her husband he's like oh yeah the cord came out before the baby but then the baby's head came straight out yeah uh-huh you know so like i said i wonder how many times it's not even a fucking emergency yeah but because of the the knowledge that we have of mm-hmm. was it hypoxia yeah yes 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 because <laughs> yes. i messaged you later on i was yeah. like hypoxia. Um, <laughs> i wonder if it's that knowledge mm-hmm. is our undoing yeah uh-huh. because if birth is imminent it's not an emergency mm-hmm. it's just something that happens and like you said 15 percent of prod cord prolapses happen in a hospital setting yeah and so and what amount of those are caused by a woman who's not in labor and and an induction starting so 15 percent of births have a cord prolapse in a hospital setting what 15 percent of births i'm pretty sure that's what i read surely not wouldn't it be because no, that would no, mean... so fifteen percent of um, artificial rupture of membranes rupture of membranes have a cord prolapse. What? That oh, sounds it's... so extreme. 
it was it wasn't fifteen percent of births that are um is it? I'll have to find now. I know it was fifteen percent compared to zero point zero four. Yeah, right. In a because mine was zero point zero four was for a spontaneous yeah physiological labour yeah yeah mm-hmm. um and then a cord prolapse yeah. and then it was fifteen percent was for the other yeah I'll have to find the study again to clarify that yeah but it's whatever not, it is though if what it's, did you say did I think fifteen percent of cord prolapses happen with in hospitals but then it'd be more than that because there's not exactly. that amount of people giving birth in the home no yeah, i'll have to find know. it to clarify but at the end of the day if you're comparing cord prolapses in your situation to yeah i'm not in labor i'm 37 weeks i'm sitting here on the bed eating maccas while you yeah. break my waters and a cord falls out that's a yes. caesar immediately like yes. it's not like let's just wait and see if the baby comes it's no. not going to come then you're not in fucking labor no like yeah there's so many different variables and when i was um there was a few things with my births that I was like, oh, I don't know what I would do in that situation. And I kind of learned all I could about either side of it. And then I would say, when I, if it happens in when I'm in labor, I will make the decision then. Because you can't, this is why it's like you need to let go of control in birth, especially planning home birth, free birth. It's like you can't know the answer to everything. No. You just need to arm yourself with however much information you want. And then as it unfolds in the labor, you will make the right decision if you're all in chain and shit. Like, you know. Yeah you know different and like I've always said if I was in your situation I probably I would have called the ambulance I think the only thing with me is the way normally I birth my babies is they're so fucking fast yeah. and like I feel like if it called an ambulance cord I'd be like call the ambulance Chris yeah see push, push, I push. also I also kind of wish I had have just called the ambulance and still pushed yeah that's the problem but then that's yeah see because then then mm-hmm. at least if if baby was born you know hypoxic needing oxygen yeah then the ambulance was there yeah ready um and then you don't want to push just in case it's going to cause some crazy compression and probably in your analytical brain you're thinking i don't want to push it out and yeah but it. i was like doing everything in my power to not push yeah like it was crazy. fucking agony god damn it, like I, I i i realized that if i was like <laughs> If I breathe like that during my contractions, yeah. it stopped my body from pushing. Oh, it was so hard. And Dude. obviously, gravity was in yeah. my favor uh-huh. in that position. But yeah, yeah it was just... Fucking yeah. hell, man. Truly wild and amazing. Yes. Yeah. So and her middle name. Chris, yes. Chris wanted... Um, what did we... We had, we had settled on River Rose. Mm-hmm. Or no middle name. Because mm-hmm. uh, at that stage, Dusty didn't have a middle name either. Yep. Um... But then after she was born, I was like, can I please have Wild? Because I wanted Wild, but he was like, it's a movie title. <laughs> and then after she was born, I was like, can I please have Wild now? And yeah. he's like, babe, you can have whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. That is a wild, it is a wild story. <laughs> yeah. And I remember I, um, just before she was born, I had an astrology reading. Yeah. And I was like, it was on my birthday or just a week after. So it was like three days before she was born. Yeah, right. And... Then, and, and during that reading, he said, once your baby's born, message me and I'll give Bob a little reading. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. So I remember she was like four weeks old mm-hmm. and I remembered. So I texted him her time and date of birth yeah. and all he wrote back was, I bet it was life or death. Oh my God. Jesus Christ. How cool is that? That is really cool. Yeah. So I can't wait to have like a proper reading yeah. for her. Oh my God. Yeah. That's crazy. And and then he also wrote in the next message, um, she'll also she'll always see you as um, a playful, as really playful. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it was really nice. How cute's that? Yeah, cool. I went back through my notes. Like, do you have? Do you obviously have notes on your phone? Oh, so many. I said to Chris, I was because after your story, because I never really told. Also, actually, Sarah's third birth, her 
Home Birth with a Midwife is on Mount Isa Birth Stories, if anyone wanted to listen to that. It is true. Because did you touch on, um, I think you touched on Tana, Tana and Cody's as yeah. well. Because you kind of needed to know them to know how I ended exactly. up at Home Birth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so then I was like, I've never told my stories or anything with the two little ones. I think with the uh, the two little ones, yeah. The last two. The free birth. And the, the first two I did a little bit, but not tell it, but I just like had it written down. And I'm like, did I write down any of their stories after listening to yours? And I went through all these notes and I'm like, Chris, don't ever go through these notes if I die because it looks like a schizophrenic psycho. <laughs> like, you know when you think of something and you jot something down and it's just... Oh, I do it all the, the time. Fuck? Yeah. And then, I, and then I text them to people too so I don't forget so I can yeah. find it later. Yeah. You know, I, was, I text you and all the time. I'm like, just so I know where this is. Yeah. Oh, I was going so down because when I typed up her story, it was not long after she was born so it's 2017 and I've literally got down there uh Sarah agenda for like when you would come over and I'd be like I forget about things to talk about like when we were just in in general talking yeah so I found it and but I do touch on the first two births a little bit which is like led all to the free birth like the first all the births all feed into what decisions you make for the next birth you know yeah we'll do um episode on that yeah, I can't. You know, I, I mean, I know them pretty well, but yeah. it's still really nice to I hear them again. My mum was. My mum thinks I'm such a dickhead, but because I didn't write Emily's down the last one, yeah. and she's like, "Well, do you remember it?" Because there's things with Chloe's. I'm so glad I wrote it down. Because I'm like, "Oh, I forgot about that. I forgot about that." Yeah, oh, yeah, my God, yeah. Damn, I shouldn't have. But so yeah, I should do that before I'm, my memory completely fails me. But. Um, so Pinky McKay has an article she shared and I've seen similar you would have too over the years and they did they do like surveys on mothers and they say mums of four or more kids are less stressed than mothers of I 100% feel this I was so fucking Mm -hmm. stressed with three Mm. and I think with four it's like a dam breaks yeah right Uh uh-huh and you're like I can't do it all. Yeah. So I'm going to stop trying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what um, the first paragraph here. Perhaps it's mums of large families. Perhaps it's that mums of large families learn to better cope with stress and let more things go. Or perhaps women who have an easier time dealing with more stress are likely to want more kids. But surprisingly, four seems to be the magic number when stress lowers for mothers. And it makes sense, doesn't it? Cause yeah. And how could you keep going and still <clears throat> try to maintain control like you have to? No. So, and another thing that's really helped me, not only, like, because I am quite, I I would say I'm pretty OCD with, like, how the house is kept and yeah. all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. Um, more, for, like, more kids for me has meant less things. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I know that sounds like a bit of a Oxymoron. Oxymoron. But <laughs> yeah. they entertain each other, mm-hmm. so I don't need as many things. Yeah. Which helps everything yeah my house isn't as cluttered mm-hmm. um it it doesn't get as messy even when they have friends over it ta- literally yeah. takes five minutes to clean it up afterwards That's so good um and then also like with the clothes um i've really minimalized everything mm-hmm. and i didn't do that until we had the fourth and i was yeah. getting overwhelmed mm-hmm. you know yeah. so yeah totally I, I a friend of mine um she's just I don't know, she's like 20 weeks with number four. Mm-hmm. And she said, oh, yeah, joining the crazy club. And I was like, no, it's actually less crazy than <laughs> yeah. three. Because <laughs> that's what they said. Uh, mums of large families get these bad raps for being, like, stressful and crazy. And she yeah. was like, not really. It's normally the opposite. They're more chill yeah. out. Because yeah. I'm not OCD. I'll get into a mood every now and then and I'll maybe freak out about something. But I think I'm definitely in the category of 
can just deal with stress. Even though people that love me would be like, oh, I don't know about that because you'll, t- you know, like I misdirect it. Like I'll be stressed, but not about the yeah. situation, but take it out on other things, whatever. Yeah. But I think in general, like uh, things could be falling apart in my life and you wouldn't know. I would be like, yeah, cool, man. Chill. Like, fucking. <laughs> so I think I do deal with it and I probably fall into that category. Even though I walk around, I'm like, this house is fucking cluttered. There's too much shit everywhere. It is overwhelming. But then I'm not that stressed to have to deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Whereas, yeah, yeah, I should. I should. I really should. No, you shouldn't. I just do <laughs> it's fucking rad that you don't. That's what I always say to stuff. I'm always like, man, I need a bit of whatever Sarah's got because I'm fucking lacking. It's. I think I need more and, and balance. You, and though. you know what? I, there's no fucking metal for <laughs> yeah. a tidy house. Yeah. Like, who gives a shit? No. The only reason my house is tidy is because I get stressed if it's not. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. You know, if it doesn't bother you, who yeah. gives a fuck? And that's the thing, it should, I should be a bit more on that side, though, because I think it would bother me a little, not enough, though, obviously, yeah. but you know how if you're in a mood, you're like, fuck this shithole, <laughs> let's get the, but see, I'll just go for a drive, I'll like, yeah, leave, yeah. and then I'll come back and forget about it. Uh, yeah, I thought it was interesting. Yeah, I know, I, and, and I also think that once you get to four, not, I, I, I have no intention of having any more babies, but <laughs> once you get to four, I don't think five, six Mm. who knows after that yeah i don't think it would really make too much difference yeah and i've also found and my oldest is a boy mm-hmm. so it's probably it would probably be and, and this isn't sexist in any way but girls are more maternal i don't care what anyone says yeah it's so true. my six-year-old daughter is so much more maternal mm-hmm. than my eight-year-old son yeah he's fantastic with the baby mm-hmm. but cody's different yeah you know totally. um and so especially if you had a couple of older girls mm-hmm in your family looking after little babies. Yeah. Why the hell wouldn't you have a yeah. few more? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? You yeah. Know? And, and that's yeah. not... My kids don't do anything out of the ordinary. They don't have a heap of chores or anything like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. But if I'm in the middle of something and River loses her shit, mm-hmm. I can say to Tanner, can you pick up the baby for me? I'll be five minutes. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he'll just sit and play with her for five minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so I can see how the bigger your family gets, yeah. the more everyone just sort of chips in. Yeah, that's what the article said. Like, they said... um, and I was like, that's so true. And it's not like the Duga family because people will be like, oh, but you don't want the bigger kids to be the parents. That would happen if you've got 12 kids and the eldest is 20. Yeah. I My eldest is seven. Even yeah. if I wanted her to be the parent, <laughs> she can't. She's, yeah. She will do little things like, Sophie, what, what's that noise? Can you check for me? Can little, you grab me a nappy? Yeah, Can like little bits a... of responsibility that yeah. she would never have to do if we didn't have yeah. four. Like, and that's the, one of the benefits. Yeah. Obviously, and what's the was, harm in teaching your kids to be a little yeah, bit responsible? Yeah, just little things. Yeah. And I wouldn't get them to, and it doesn't happen anyway because my kids will tell me to fuck off, but <laughs> I, I wouldn't get my kids to do something where I know a child could die. Like, I wouldn't get them to supervise my little one in the pool or something because yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like, fuck that. Whereas if it's something like just check on that or can you just, you know. I would, Sit I would, and play with the baby. Yeah, just little things. It yeah. just gives them like a bit of. Yeah. Yeah, Cody loves it when I say, oh, can you take River down to your room and play with her for five minutes? Yeah, you that's know? so cute. If I've got to make a phone call. She yeah. loves it. That's so good. Yeah. Sophie will be like, you know how they say, like, your kids just it will just act like the parent? Like, sometimes Sophie, the way she'll like, no, you're not allowed that, yeah, Emily. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's me. Like, she's just mimicking me. And she, try, like, gets in there and... Tanner's the same. And oh, sometimes so I pull cute. him up and I'm like, oh, you sound just like me. Yeah, I know. I'm like, oh, damn. <laughs> Sophie, like, got so stroppy the other day. And I was like, oh, so I need to pull that in a bit. Yeah. <laughs> she's, like, parenting. Um, yeah. The other thing I was going to bring up is Orwell. You know, Orwellian. So with oh yeah, yeah, like just oh, like I always you know you hear Orwellian, and I thought like oh that would be a fun thing to bring up on the podcast. Like 
with what's going on in the fucking world, and especially in Australia, and people will refer to 1984 and like this has gone full. Have you read no, it? No, no, but I should. I. I should. So should I. Yeah, because it was it's written on my list. in 1949. Yeah. So George Orwell was an author back in the fucking whenever, and he wrote a book called 1984, and it's this is on Wikipedia page. It's a dystopian social science fiction novel by English novelist George Orwell. And so basically, people will refer to what's going on now, and like before now too, like just with censorship and, oh, like especially within politics, and they'll say, oh, this has gone Orwellian. And so this term comes from this bloke. So I'm just going to read this out. Um, thematically, thematically, 1984 centers, centers on the consequences of totalitarianism, mass surveillance and repressive regimentation of persons and behaviors within society. Orwell, himself a democratic socialist, modelled the totalitarian government in the novel after Stalinist Russia and Nazi Germany. More broadly, the novel examines the role of truth and facts within politics and the way in which they are manipulated. So, it basically talks about... So, the book is... The story takes place in an imagined future. The year is 1984, when much of the world has fallen victim to perpetual war, omnipresent government surveillance, historical negatism. Negatism, <laughs> you know, when you negate something like deleting shit and propaganda. Great like women, hey, like women. Yeah, what do you mean by that? Oh, yeah, yeah, like erasing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So Great Britain, known as Airstrip One, has become the province of totalitarian superstate named Oceania, and that is ru- and it is ruled by the party who will employ the thought police to persecute individuality and independent thinking. Big Brother, the dicta- dictatorial leader of Oceania, enjoys an intense cult of personality manufactured by the party's excessive brainwashing techniques. The protagonist, Winston Smith, is a diligent and skillful rank-and-file worker and out-of-party member who secretly hates the party and dreams of rebellion. He enters into a forbidden relationship with a colleague and they start to remember what life was like before the party came to party. Before the party came to power. 1984 has become a classic literary literary example of political and dystopian fiction. It also popularised the term Orwellian as an adjective, with many terms used in the novel entering common usage, including Big Brother, Doublethink, Thought Police, Thought Crime, Newspeak, Memory Hole, and Proles. Time included it on its 100 best English language novels from 1923 to 2005. Um, parallels have been drawn between the novel's subject matter and real-life instances of totalitarianism, mass surveillance, and violations of freedom of expression, among other themes. And in it, they would, apparently in the movie, they said they would go back into history, like this, the political party would go back and delete things and like get like erase bits of history. Which is, like, what's happening... Like, it's just happening constantly now. Like, yeah. you know, Robert Malone, the mRNA inventor? Yeah, yeah. He had his whole LinkedIn profile deleted. Yeah, deleted. People go on his Wikipedia and delete it. Like, just yeah. delete, delete, delete. And just everything. There's mass surveillance. Yeah. Oh. So I was listening to um, that Tom Luongo guy mm-hmm. that you got me onto, and he had... I, I forget his guest's name, but he had this... Um, he sounded Irish or, or Scottish. Yeah. Anyway, they were talking, and they were saying... And it was so eye-opening mm-hmm. so they were saying that <clears throat> you know if you look throughout history there's always been a rise of power then that power has been submitted to the next rise in power mm-hmm. so like the pagans were submitted to the Church. romans and then the romans submitted to the catholics and like right. th- throughout history it's always just done that mm-hmm. and so the pagans were um <clears throat> really 
barbaric, I guess you could say, and, mm-hmm. and they needed they needed to be tamed. Right. They didn't want to be tamed. Yeah. But they were. Mm-hmm. And then that gave rise to the Romans. Mm-hmm. And then again, the Romans were still pretty barbaric. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, they were tamed by the Catholics. Right. And the Catholics have had power for, obviously, mm-hmm. a, a really long time. And I would say mostly we're still... Mm-hmm. under that sort of Catholic yeah. ideology, aren't we, really? Yeah. <clears throat> so, next, like, what's next? Mm. And they were sort of saying, like, the people the people in power, you know, like the Davos crowd, Rockefellers, yeah. George Soros, Bill Gates, all that sort of stuff, mm-hmm. as fucked as they are and as psychotic as they are, and I am in no way agreeing with what they want to do in any yeah. way, shape or form, mm-hmm. but... They're probably just like the Romans and the Catholics. Yeah. They're just trying to tame our society. Yeah. That's out of control. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. And we are. Yeah. We greedy mm-hmm. as fuck. Yeah. We consume just, yeah. just intensely. Yeah. And we have become so dependent by design mm-hmm. on the system yeah. that the system can't cope anymore. Yeah. So... Yeah. Is what's happening to us mm-hmm. just the rise of yeah? What is it? You know, communism. I guess. Or, I, don't I don't know. I don't know what they're going to call it. And that's what I think. Like the socialist people would say, well, capitalism destroyed everything. That's why we need to have like super small. Well, not that they believe in like big government. I think, but you know, like everything's equal. Like you know, with the whole credit. What are they talking about social with China? Scores, yeah. yeah, social credit score. Like everyone levels down a bit because mm. we're just consuming like crazy pigs like all the time. And so, like, yeah, get a credit system where I can't go within... I can't use my bank card within five kilometres of my residence because perhaps I spoke out about how shit the government was or, you yeah. know, like... And then and he's, and he, they made a really good point and they said that never did the people being conquered want to be conquered. Yeah. We don't want to be conquered. Yeah. But we probably won't have a choice. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, and he said the people doing the conquering yeah. only won... Because they were more organised. Yeah, right. And you can see that right now. Mm-hmm. Our side of things is messy. Yeah, in Australia in particular, our whole media is just an, an arm off the government. Oh, yeah. They are on the side. Like, we are so unorganised because compared to the shit coming out yeah. in the media, which is what everyone's consuming, yeah. and the government and the police, it's all on one side. Yeah. Everyone else is scattered and confused and And there's no... And, and, like, from a legal perspective, you know, like you say, even, even on the... I follow a lot of people that are advocating that we need to resolve this and fight this legally. Yeah. But even in that field, there is so much conflict. Like, yeah. um, you know, people are taking constitution are taking cases to the high court that aren't constitutional, Fuck. but they're doing it anyway. Yeah. And you just think we are so fucking unorganized. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. no way we could win. And then I kind of think, well, maybe those fuckers should win. Yeah. I know. Right. You know, yeah. I'm not going to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. I'll go and live in some fucking yeah. island. I don't care. I'll live in the middle of fucking Australia and yeah. kangaroo for the rest of my life if I need to. But mm-hmm. for the vast majority of the population, I just think if you are, Weak enough mm-hmm. to submit to the government's rule, yeah, and inject your body mm-hmm. with an unknown substance to and main- check in everywhere and, and check in everywhere and yeah. wear a mask and and do all those things mm-hmm. to maintain your job, yeah. Then you fucking deserve knock it. yourself out. Yeah, and with now coming out with twelve to fifteen year olds can get oh, it. it. Just I just think honestly, if you're the if you're the parent running the ship yeah. and you want it for your children, do it. Like yeah. I don't know what else can you fucking do. No. When I watched that, um, like there's just been a hundred examples 
examples that poor woman in Woolworths in Sydney, she walked oh, in with a scarf. Yes. Um, the police came up to her. She literally had a panic attack. And then she said, I was about to put my mask on. She started to film and said, I just want to film. Because you could see the state she was in. Like, mm. I would want to too. The cops, and then she said something about her rights. And the cops said to her, you've been watching the too much of internet. And I thought, oh, like, you're the cop and you're that fucking stupid. Do you think if you mention your rights, we're a conspiracy theorist? And then it was made me think about, like, you know how they rate um, us in the OECD or whatever with, like, our mass literacy and yeah, all yeah. that shit? Yeah. But there's no logical thinking, there's no critical no. thinking, and it is so obvious now. Yes. Because the cops that are in charge and shit yeah. don't even have the depth of level of thinking about rights, bodily autonomy, where do things lead, no. Our like, our you know, God-given rights, basically. Like, we're put on this planet and we have sovereignty over our bodies. They don't even get it because they were never taught it. No. They listened to school. They were taught the opposite. They were literally taught the opposite. Yeah. (sighs) And and, and it's brilliant. The the whole design of it is brilliant, really, if you think about it. Mm -hmm. They have, for decades now, created a, a society here, like in Australia, in the UK, most of Europe. Yeah. Um... Not so much in America because they are so fiercely proud of their I have a, um, constitution. I have a tweet about and that. And their Second Amendment. Mm-hmm. You fucking legends. So, you know, Zuby, I watched that one after you said I didn't yeah, know he'd yeah, gone yeah. Rogan again. Um, and I, when he mentioned it, I'm like, spot on. And he was saying how us, you know, like the UK, us, we're very much like our government gives us rights. Yes. In America, God gives them their rights. The government yes. protects their rights. Yes. And then this tweet relates to that. Your rights come from God, not the government. The role of government in society is to protect those rights. When the government is violating those rights, the people must rise and defend their rights from the government. And I was like, that's so true. But we don't get it in Australia. We're like, no, just listen to the government. Stop bothering everyone. And you know why? Because they have given us everything. Yeah, true. Have Mm -hmm. you ever been to America? No. So we went, and I'm not pretending that I have any insight of what it's like to grow up in America or or, or be an American or live in America, but we did i did get to see a bit of it mm-hmm. there is like real poverty in america yeah. and now i know there is in australia as well mm-hmm. but in australia there are welfare systems to prevent that well they don't have universal basic health care over there yeah, they so don't exactly they're rooted. <laughs> you know the, yeah. in australia um the 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 level of poverty doesn't even compare to america mm-hmm. it doesn't in any way um so in australia we have Two high school dropouts, right? My husband and I. Two high school yeah. dropouts. We couldn't have been as successful as we are yeah. in America. Yeah, right. We never could have. Yeah. You know? It, it just mm. it just doesn't happen. Yeah. Unless you're born into money or mm. go to university, like slog your guts out at school, go to university, yeah. pay $200,000 for a degree. Yeah. And then work your way up from the fucking bottom to the top. Yeah. Very rarely mm-hmm. are two high school dropouts going to be successful in America. Yeah. Whereas in Australia... Mm. That's pretty common. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's pretty normal. Yeah. You can walk out of high school and go to the mines and earn five figures. Yeah, exactly. Well, especially for where we live, like um, in rural And that's an opportunity for any Australian. Yeah. Leave your metro area and move out here. There's nothing stopping you. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Australia has got... Mm-hmm. Um, healthcare, we've got public, great public school, our, um, great indoctrination camps. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we've got all those things. And even our hex and uni system is so much better than America's. Oh, like, yeah. their student 
fucking debt thing is insane. Crazy. So Australians, and because most of Europe is exactly the same as Australia. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. their healthcare system, their school system, their welfare system, all of it is very comparable to Australia. Yeah. So we've been, <clears throat> we've been bred into this life of comfort. Yeah. We uh-huh. don't know yeah. inconvenience. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the moment anyone threatens that, inco- that, that mm-hmm. precious, comfortable life, yeah. you think, oh no, fuck, I'll do whatever you say. Please don't take my healthcare away from yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't take my kids out of school. Yeah. How true. are they ever going to learn? Yeah. True. Whereas Americans yeah. are a lot more independent. Yeah. But I think they do have a lot of opportunities for like people who are poor and stuff. But once you're born into those little rabbit warrens of poverty, like they're completely fucked. They can't yeah. get out of it. Yeah. I don't know what I'm Whereas saying. Whereas in Australia, like... that's just not the case. <laughs> yeah. You know, we have low socioeconomic areas. Yeah. But all you have to do is move out of, literally move out of it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you could get a job anywhere. Yeah. True. Once again, it's like mindset with everything, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But Australians are just so fucking comfortable. Like, the amount of times I hear people say, yeah. and it makes me fucking sick, <laughs> the amount of times I hear people say, oh, we're so lucky to live in Australia yeah, with such a great healthcare right. system. Yeah. And you think, you dumb fucks. I think we pay for good. that. Yeah. It's not free. I think it's good, though, for, like, so in America, 600,000 people a year lose their homes. You could be fully, you oh, could be working, sure. dad's in a car accident, loses his job, health insurance doesn't cover it. That family's now on the street in poverty. That would never happen in Australia. No. So for that, A, it's a sick care system, like yes. you say. Yes, But um, yeah, like in America, like that is just a crime that people that live in that country, who that country can spend $2 trillion over, you know, $4 billion a month, yet 600,000 people a year lose their homes because they were in an accident or they had something happen, cancer or whatever, and their health insurance doesn't cover it. And they're like, yeah, sorry, you owe us like this amount of, and I just think, holy fuck, it's like a balance. Like in our country, we're too far that way. I think healthcare should be, especially emergency stuff should always be available to like any citizen. Um, but yeah, over there, you're just like, holy fuck, that's gone like too far that way. And we're too far the other way. Like, yeah. Yeah, there definitely does need to be a balance. Yeah. Um, but I think that's what it has got Australia in the position yeah. we're in now. Mm-hmm. How many people do you know don't rely on the government for anything? Yeah, well, maybe because of where we live. Maybe I think of where I know we more. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but um, but yeah. once you move out of out yeah. of here, mm-hmm. even even just childcare rebates. I know. Yeah. You know, know how many people do you know couldn't use daycare if they had to pay for full fees? Oh, you know, I had this friend once, and like double, uh, like you know, um. Two working parents, uh, two fucking working people in the house or whatever. Um, and I remember her having this big dig at stay at home mums, um, my taxes. What did she say? She said some big fucking thing about um, stay at home mums sitting on their ass at home and I go to work and I pay taxes and um, all of this shit. And I was just like, my husband goes to work to pay taxes for you to rebate your shit because your kids are in fucking daycare. Like, stay yes. mums, I don't get a fucking rebate because I'm saving the government. Like, no. we don't claim any rebate shit. So, fuck you, man. Like, don't... Like, single parent income, like, families mm. are paying the taxes for all of that shit. Yeah. So, don't come out stay-at-home mums who aren't using that rebate system, you know? Like, fuck it, shit me to tears. Just this, like, entitlement of, like, well, you don't work, you should work. Do you not want me to have healthcare? Should I just go and, like, oh. you know, like, what do you want me to do? Just be a cog in the machine like everyone else? Like, fuck. Australia's just so... And, and this is is exactly the intention. Like, just all that shit going down in New South Wales right now is just so divisive. You know, like the yeah. um, <laughs> vaccinated people will get an hour of recreation. Oh, what a it, joke. It honestly sounds like they're in jail. 
It does. If you're vaccinated, you get an hour of recreation today, folks. Boy, can you? This is what Twitter's so good for because hardly no Australians on it, but just the world like oh, sharing no. that press release saying yeah. what the vaccinate, the freedoms, new free freedoms. Mm-hmm. Like people are just sharing it left, right, and center, going, "What the fuck is going on in, in Australia?" Like yeah. it's insane. That poor man that got arrested. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Because he was. Oh my god. Because he sneezed in an elevator. So and then also my friend wanted us to bring up my Perth friend four babies last year died because they couldn't fly to Melbourne for yeah. heart surgery because of the COVID restrictions yeah. and this is where things fall apart and how many babies have died of COVID yeah none none and this is where things fall apart people will go yeah well that's why you fuckheads should get vaccinated and start QR coding in because babies are dying but it's like no you don't un- you fail to understand your is that government is your looking government you down. is giving you those restrictions no yeah. other government's doing that in, in the world yeah. and we are seeing that you're and, not and the governments that have tried to wear those pants mm. are now taking them off mm. Denmark Romania Finland they yep. have all reneged yeah they've all gone back on it mm-hmm. because the people didn't want it. Yeah. And I'm just so hopeful that Australia does that because... Nicole Arbor, you know that comedian? Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. She I was saw, on yeah. Candace Owens once and walked off and I went down this rabbit hole with her of, like, all her ex-boyfriends have, like, caught things against, like, restraining orders. Like, she's nuts, so but the best people are, I guess. Oh, yeah, for sure. And she just had a little live before he came over and she said, like, all these Aussies are, like, going, like, can you please speak out yes, for us? Yes, I shared it too. Yeah. yeah. And in her live, she's like, all you Australians for years have made fun of us and our guns. I was, like, guilty. And she's like, and now who's like fucking shit now? Because yeah. we're here without guns. Do you know how many guns are in Australia? I checked this all out the oh, other night because me. I was like laying there like, what the fuck <laughs> do we do? So there's only 3 million licensed, licensed, mm-hmm. sorry, there's only three, th- 3 million registered firearms in Australia. Okay. Um, and between the licensed firearms holders, mm-hmm. that's four guns each. Right. So it's not even three million Aussies are armed. It's just yeah. So what's that like? Less than one million. It, less than so it's like eight hundred thousand yeah. Australians. Well, once I said to Chris, I'm like, but I mean, obviously your hubby knows how to use one, so yeah. my hubby will give yours one. <laughs> yeah. You know, like. <laughs> well, we. I remember we're like, we need to get a gun, and then I remember asking another cop friend. I'm like, this was when COVID first started happening. We couldn't get Chris into a because even yeah, though he's yeah, been yeah. in the army. Yeah, I know it's so ridiculous. Like he, he still needs to get a gun license or whatever, which. I suppose he could be crazy and, you know, yeah, you yeah. don't want him to have a gun. But, um, and my cop friend, and he was like, Sarah, if shit really hits a fan, the cops are not going to be checking registration of no. guns. I'm like, good point. No. Um, I said to Chris once, I'm like, it's fucking good we're, doing, we're not armed much here. This is years ago. Like, it's good we're not armed in Mount Isa. Like, can you imagine, like, gun violence in certain areas of the town? Like, if there was guns everywhere? And Chris was like, you have no idea how many guns are in this town. I would say everyone I know has a gun. Everyone I know has a gun. You're the only person I know that doesn't. Yeah, I know. My best friend growing up, her dad had this big shotgun kept on top of a cupboard. My dad in used to keep a loaded one under the bed. <laughs> And he had one in his truck behind the seat. My parents would say, Sarah, it's so good you don't have a gun. <laughs> I'm like, maybe you would not be shooting it in the ceiling. Dad used to make his own shells and everything. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah. You guys should, um... And he's still got loads, too. Mm. Um, yeah, no, it, it's, it's it's really scary. So, legally, that's what I wanted to talk about. I wanted uh-huh. to talk about our legal rights. Um, a lot of... A lot more um, legal businesses... 
law oh. firms are coming out now mm-hmm. and really sharing their knowledge. Mm-hmm. And this one, this mob are called Australian Criminal and Family Lawyers. Um, so they they start it with a preface. You know, this is not legal advice. Yeah. This is just our interpretation of the laws. Yeah. Um, but and we've sort of touched on it before, saying how you know if no one's if no one's following the law, mm-hmm. are there any laws? And you don't know the, the law. Exactly. Then you have no... Do you, you have... Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, they, they, they there's a massive summary, but then, it, like, they give a massive, sorry, walkthrough of all the laws and all the acts and all mm-hmm. the sections and that sort of stuff. And then at the end, they give a summary of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I'll just quickly read it. It's only really short. Yeah. Um, so, a summary of the public health order. So, the public health order is what each individual state mm-hmm. has put out and their health, you know, their chief health officer mm-hmm. is the, I guess, the ordinate of that Right. Of that public health order. Yeah. So to summarise how the public health orders work, number one, section seven of the Public Health Act gives the health minister the power to make the order. Number two, the health minister issues an instrument pursuant to the power in section seven of the Public Health Act, which contains the directions and orders. Number three, section 10 of the Public Health Act makes it a criminal offence not to comply with the direction that is made pursuant to an instrument under section seven of the Public Health Act. Um, number four, part eight of the Public Health Act gives powers for enforcement of the Act, including enforcement of Section 10. Number five, the only power given to police under part eight of the Act is under Section 112. And that is to ask a person to state his or her name and residential address if they suspect that the person is in breach of the order. Mm. So all they can do is ask you to state your name right. and your address. Okay. They can't ask you for your ID. They can't oh. ask you for a medical exemption for a mask. Interesting. They can't ask you for your vaccination status. Mm-hmm. And then number six, however, section 114, of if the person objects to providing their name and or address or they are not informed that they can object, then any answer that they give to the police is inadmissible in criminal proceedings. Excellent. So if you don't want to give your details, mm-hmm. they can't force you. Yeah, right. And yeah. then, and and if they don't tell you before asking mm-hmm. um, that you can object, yeah, any answer you give them mm-hmm. is inadmissible in court. Yeah, right, because it's done under like false pretenses. You thought you had to, and you didn't. Exactly. Yeah. So, and then they said, what to do if you have been fined for breach of the public health order? You can elect to have your fine determined in court, where the court will need to determine your matter according to law. The application of the law is not discretionary, and the court must apply the law even if the end result does not align with the views of the decision maker. Right. So the police do not make the laws. Mm-hmm. Health orders are not laws. Yeah. And all yeah. the police officers mm. are legally allowed to do is ask you to state your name and address. Yeah. And yeah. you can tell them your name and address and then mm-hmm. you take that fucking fine to court and you fight it and you'll fucking win. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. That woman in Woolworths did that rebel news they have yeah, that yeah, yeah. fun that they do for people. Yeah. Oh man, it's just so scary too, like when people don't know it. Like or they're scared to be to do that because yeah. how terrifying to be uptown and a cop comes up to you oh, and, for sure. you know, and they're, to, they're pulling that shit and they put you in the car and take you to the police station yeah. you know, like, humiliating in front of your community all of that like it's so the only thing that worries me is if I was out with my kids yeah you know if and because I I would be more than happy to get taken in the car down the cop shop with my yeah. kids but what if I mean, without my kids but yeah. what if my kids are with me I think if that ever happens you would like you would have to sue Oh, like sue sure. the fucking ass off, yes. sue for every one of your children who were exposed to their mother being arrested under yeah. if completely wrongly. Yeah, 
and just fucking so so when so let's just say you're in New South Wales right now and in fucking two weeks time that bullshit comes out where it says you know vaccinated mm. are allowed an extra <laughs> hours of uh, recreational time um if you're not vaccinated fucking go out yeah I mean I would be going out anyway but if, mm-hmm. if you've been if you have been abiding by the laws, go out yeah. because no police officer mm-hmm. can ask you for your vaccination status. So they can't that? ask you. <laughs> they cannot ask you. It is medical fucking yeah. privacy. They can't ask you. It's so fucked up. It just blows me away yeah. that people are just, you know, they say these inflammatory words like mm-hmm. mandatory yeah. and compulsory and people think that that means it's a law. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. not fucking yeah. law. It's so disturbing. Um, when I was at Melman, I was just eyeing off the cops and I just wanted to, like, talk to them for ages. And so until, I, like, once my blood alcohol reached a, a level <laughs> right at the end, I was like, all right, now's my chance. And I went over and I'm like, hey. And then I was just like, like, oh, I've got cops in my family and my husband's a vet. Like, I'm okay. I'm not coming here to attack you. And half of them were like, yeah, when they said vet. Because I think that a lot of them come from Townsville. So, like, and a lot of ex-army are like you know so then I was in that club and then I was like what do you think of all this COVID shit and then he didn't say much but he just said we did not sign up for this yeah he was just like he kind of and that's all he really said but he was just like oh man yeah and I was like dude yeah like imagine joining the police force yeah and then next minute like I need to go and ask a family like to hey have you got your vaccination status yeah. and if you are a switched on cop and you're aware that maybe you shouldn't be saying that but then you've got pressure from all your colleagues and I was just like, fucking poor cunts. Then also, I also wanted to murder the one I seen on the fucking news and the way he was saying, like, oh, you watch too much internet if you're just informed. Yeah, exactly, dickhead. If I Imagine if I didn't watch the internet and all I watched was the TV shit that you heaven, fucking listen to. Heaven forbid a person thinks for themselves. You know, oh. this, all of this shit, I'm so glad we started homeschooling before this got really heavy oh, because yeah. all mm-hmm. I can think now is, like, there's yeah. so many stories that I've been reading, like, you know, mm-hmm. um, kids having to wear masks at school oh. or kids being taught by teachers wearing masks. Yeah. Like, how anyone can justify that to themselves it's is beyond insane. me. Like, there is no way my kid would be going to school no. if that was happening. Yeah. Um, and then the shit they get taught, like, mm-hmm. there, there's been teachers, like, kids have recorded teachers coming into the classroom saying, you guys don't understand what this is like for me it's like a it's like russian roulette every time i walk into this classroom because you guys aren't vaccinated oh my god honestly what the fuck people have lost the plot like the fear fuck the fear porn is so yeah penetrating this um orwell and there was before he died he had a documentary because a lot of people are saying like we're going down the path of exactly what he predicted 1984 could actually happen this is the direction the world is going in at the present time. In our world. This was recorded in 2003. Except fear, rage, triumph and self-abasement. The sex instinct will be eradicated. We shall abolish the orgasm. There will be no loyalty except loyalty to the party. But always there will be the intoxication of power. Always, at every moment, there will be the thrill of victory, the sensation of trampling on an enemy who is helpless. If you want a picture of the future, imagine a boot stamping on a human face forever. (laughs) I was like... (coughs) me like it's so true and people i i i still know a lot of people that just aren't really taking it seriously too like they're just like "Eh." because they're comfortable with the level of 
Oh, I'm happy to get vaccinated. I'm happy to QR code because they're not looking any further into it. No. They're only listening to the news. And if you listen to the news, it's, it's so skewed. Like, they're it, not showing. This, this will all stop when we get to 70%. Oh. Um, have a look at Israel, you stupid fucks. It hasn't so stopped. Bad. It hasn't stopped. Yeah. You know? The only places it stopped mm-hmm. are the countries where the people have gone, no, fuck off. And have you been seeing recently the... The thing was, was like, oh, the vaccine was never meant to stop transmission. They were very quiet about that at the start. Now they're saying, oh, no, no, it's just to reduce severity so people aren't ending up in hospital. Yeah. And then there was some little studies done that backed that up. But now there's new ones coming out. Like, there's, I think there's two now yeah. saying that the Delta huh. variant, it's more, that. more severe in vaccinated. Fancy they're finding. new studies coming out on a drug that's never been through clinical trials. What was that dude at the start, Gaynor, whatever his name was, and he warned of this. He said, vaccine vaccinating in an active pandemic we're gonna get more deaths people are gonna do worse or off i just can't i just it's so hard because and I, like i said to you today I, mm. it, it like i wonder why they've used a vaccine as the path you know like mm-hmm. there's so many other ways they could have done this but mm-hmm. um it, it's hard for me to fathom what someone is thinking when they when they roll up their sleeve and get that jab i think it is easy though because that was us with our kids like i feel so much better i'm protecting grandma did you see the local counselors and what they said yeah. they literally said i don't want to get covid and i and i don't want my my rel- my like i'm doing it for my community a you can still get it and b you can still spread it how yes. the fuck is this not taken off fucking facebook for misinformation like yes, but yes, they're doing yes. it because they believe it because all they watch is the news yeah. and they think like, I, I, think they think, I think they think they're holier than now. They are, like... But, so, are, are those people just not on social media? Yeah, I know, right? Like, cause, I know. Because, I, like, and I... <laughs> I know I only follow like-minded people now because I just don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. literally everything the other side says is lies. <laughs> yeah. Like, the, the, the actors on Channel 9. Oh, yeah. You know? Like, yeah. I just... It's just... I'll crap. do... I put Sky News on and I do follow, like... Stop follows it too. Yeah, he's like I'm, it's nice. It's good to know what they're talking about, Sarah. I'm like, why? It's all lies. It is so crazy. <laughs> so, just to bang on with Orwell again, you know how he talks about double speak and double think and stuff, and it's yeah. like the government telling you one message, and at the same time, it doesn't even make sense. Like, because yeah. there was when I was watching Sky News the other morning, I thought. I was watching. I'm like, do people watch this? And did they not just see what happened? This this mole. Um, you can talk about whatever. I'll probably cut this out because it's going to take me a while to find it. But I, I totally know what but you're saying. But how sinister people it People contradict themselves even when they're talking to you. Like, I've had conversations yeah. with people and then they're like, oh, I didn't, you know, I didn't want to get the jab, but, you know, we're just all going to have to get it. Mm-hmm. Like, can you hear yourself? Yeah, like, what you're willing to get it for what? Yeah, for what? Like, why are you getting it? Yeah. I know there's a, there is a percentage of people out there that genuinely want the vaccine because they think it's going to keep them safe mm-hmm. and, and yeah. they, feel, they feel healthier for it. And I think, cool, great. That's mm-hmm. awesome. I'm glad that's there for you. Yeah. But the vast majority of people do not think that. Yeah. Think like that. The national plan is the. Hang on. Mm. It is safe for us to start to open up. So this chick is like the, uh, the assistant minister to the att- attorney general. She has the most smackable face. At the national plan for living with COVID-19, the opening up of the international borders is factored in and a part of that plan. Um, The states and the Commonwealth government all signed up to it through national cabinet. And it says that as we reach 70 and 80% levels of vaccination, it is safe for us to open up 
to the economy. Oh, you talk. Back to work and to school and to socialising, and it is safe for us to start to open up to the rest of the world. But you're right, there is the risk um, that states in their own interest uh, might stand in the way. And in Queensland, we face um, real problems on this front. Um, Stephen Miles has now started to kind of um, shuffle back from the commitment that he and his state made um, to the national plan. But let's face it, the national plan is the the only thing on the table um, that is properly worked up, that is evidence-backed, that gives us a path back to normal. So she's saying that their plan, which is vaccinated to 80%, is the only way to normal, and then keep watching this. And so it is utterly irresponsible that those in Queensland are doing everything they can to undermine the rate of vaccination that is at the heart of us being able to tick off the steps needed to get back to normal. Palaszczuk was voted in, though, with a pretty serious margin. Isn't she just doing what the people want? Look, no doubt she was rewarded at the election, um, but she continues to double down on the politics of fear. Um, And... So she's telling us that and Anastasia Palaszczuk is doubling down on the politics of fear and she's just said to us the only way out of this is listening is like doing 70 to 80 percent fucking vaccination rates like how is that not fearful it's not right leadership means understanding people's anxieties doing what's necessary to make sure they are safe enough to feel confident about their future and then doing what's necessary for us to function in a balanced way it is not balanced that people suffer mental health like did you did you get like oh my gosh i'm like so she's saying it's just they just they're just words it's just like she's saying this is the only way out of it we need to get vaccinated and then now you're doing the politics of fear and then she's i'm just like this is the most biggest double speak shit i've ever seen and like people are watching this and just believe everything like fuck so and like then she says we need to address concerns but they will. But you're not will, addressing our concerns. Cons- they're not addressing anything. They're no. saying you're you're fucking conspiracy theorists. You break, I saw a thing. I can't remember whose it was on. I just tried to have a look. Um, I saw a breakdown of like each state. I I'm failing to understand why everything's broken down into states right now. Mm. Anyway, I don't understand why we're closing borders to other states. Yeah. Um. It it is the most. I think that's probably the most fucked up part about what's happening in Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no reason why New South Wales people should be facing the wrath of Gladys Berejiklian mm-hmm. while Northern Territorians and Queenslanders mm-hmm. are, are sitting pretty. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. we're not in this together. Yeah. You mm-hmm. have divided the country mm-hmm. into what, seven? Did we work it out? Yeah. <laughs> seven <laughs> Wait, There's even like more, I think, because the ACT, I always forget about that. Like, it's so fucked up. Anyway, um, Oh, and I totally lost where I was going with that. Um, they separate... Like, it sucks that we're all separated into different states. Yeah, I still can't. How many states are in Australia? <laughs> Seven. Eight. Six. What? Six. I know it's... Western Australia, Northern Territories, are not one, two, oh, three, yeah, no, four, no. five, six, um, seven, eight. I thought it was eight. So Australia... Oh, oh two territories. Oh, two sorry. territories. Yeah. yeah, right. So Queensland, our overall fully vaccinated rate, I just looked before I came, is at 
nine. Okay. And Western Australia is at thirty two point seven. Right. So we're the we're the both we're the two top um, most vaccine hesitant right. states. WA surprises me because yeah. their um, premier is a fucking dictator. If I ever heard is of that one. that McGowan McGowan yeah, yeah. Um, and they didn't even want to vote him in, but they literally had no one else to vote for. Oh man, yeah. So um, and then obviously New South Wales and Victoria are leading the charge because those poor cunts have been locked down for half the year. And I wonder, but do they have more access to vaccines? Because weren't we rediverting vaccines down there or some shit? No, I don't even know. Yeah. I, but with that aside, even when we had equal. Right. We were still the most... Yeah. We were the most vaccine-hesitant by a lot. Sweet. We've caught up a bit now, I guess. Yeah. Um. So, but you aren't addressing our concerns. No. Not in any way. No. They don't. Like, when you watch the mainstream things, it's just a bunch of, like... If you're watching that, you would think that that idiot talking has addressed the concerns of vaccine people and we're just being really defiant or whatever. And so as watching yeah, that am, as an Australian... But... Yeah. <laughs> watching that as an Australian, you think, well, what's wrong with them? The government's yeah. doing all they can. Like, this woman's here. Oh, I, I, we have had people say to us that they feel... So, Stockholm Syndrome at its best. They have. Mm. We've heard people say that they feel bad for the government because the government's just trying to do their best oh for everyone. The and, same as... And people are just making it harder for them. Like, how... Ugh. That's their fucking role. This is the same as when um, there was a whole thing with Gladys and fucking uh, Janet and the uh, who's the other one with like the moustache? Has <laughs> it glasses? No, but I hate that guy. Oh, so did you much. hear today? He said that um, Brad has no, it. Yeah, Brad has it. He is a fucking he is hazard. A hazard. <laughs> there's no proof that the vaccine will cause infertility. In fact, the opposite is true. Oh, cool. So, okay, what the fuck? How? <laughs> So that's all based on... Show me the evidence. That is just a hypothesis. And what about the rest of the hypotheses out there? And the ones stating, like, why is there spike protein building up in the ovaries? ovaries. Why are women bleeding a lot? Like, questions, questions. There are doctors out there saying, please, like... Just don't get it if you're breastfeeding. Don't get it if you're pregnant. Especially don't in the first two trimesters. Don't get want to have a child. There are doctors out there who aren't being paid, who are not on the news, that are fucking saying that. Yeah. Because, and, and they... But, but hang on. Brad Hazard oh, he says a, it might improve your chances of getting pregnant. And can you imagine... So, and this is Darwinism, right? So, like, imagine sitting on the couch listening to that. Yeah. And taking the advice. Yeah, Maybe that's what needs to happen. Yeah. Because these guys that are coming up with potential theories and problems with the mRNA vaccine will say, we don't have proof yet, but I'm concerned about this because of A, B, C, D, E. Yeah. Whereas the news is like, no, that's false. We've already proven that. And it's like, no, that's a lie because <laughs> yes. we, there's nobody now that has had the vaccine uh, at the age of fucking 12 and Show then gone on to have babies. The babies or... conceived to a vaccinated woman and born. It hasn't been vac- fucking nine months yet. It hasn't happened. Fuck. And like, and then that's the thing like with what they're all saying is that when you want to look at generational long-term effects, it takes generations. It so does. you sometimes don't know. And see, this is the whole thing with the, with the normal childhood vaccination schedule, right? Yeah. The generational impact. Mm-hmm. We don't know the generational impact. So they just kicked off. Because the vaccines that our grandparents received, mm-hmm. one, none of them are still given. Yeah, they only had like three. And, and they, my, so my great... So my nan, she got smallpox, polio, and one other. Yeah. Because uh-huh. I remember she always had that, you know, that weird Tur- mark. Is that the tuber- like, tuberculosis one? That leaves might have that been mark? That. Yeah, yeah, it might have been that. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, so they got, she got three. And then my parents would have received a few more. I think they got like five or seven. Yeah. And then me, I'm, I'm one of the first um, generations to receive the full slot. Our, and then our kids have got, so we, I think we would have got, 
I think we got about 15. And then yeah. our kids have gone up to 72 if they get the flu yeah. shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? We don't know the generational impacts of yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Because our kids haven't had kids yet. Yeah, exactly. So how can they how can they sit so firm in the fucking mm-hmm. knowledge yeah. that vaccines are healthy yeah. when the whole schedule's never been tested mm-hmm. and we don't know the and generational impact? And they've never, ever tested all of them together, together. either. No, never. They've never done a study on, no. like, oh, what happens when you do this and this and this? It's all just, like... And in one shot receiving a vaccine, you know, because there's three, there's a lot of them are um, quadrivalents and a lot of them are Mm -hmm. triples. Like, you don't know. They don't know. They've never tested them together. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then they want to go and throw a fucking COVID shot in the mix. Yeah, I know. And you wait. These these 12-year-old babies, they're going to get HPV (laughs) and COVID. Yeah. And the flu shot. (laughs) Um, Can you fucking imagine? It is so... It's so insane. It makes me sick. It is so... Uh, the COVID is going to be on the schedule before next year. Like, or next and year, And this is what I've said from the beginning. Uh-huh. I have said, if you don't want your child mm-hmm. to receive the COVID vaccine, yeah. then you need to say no. Yeah, Because yeah. the more grown-ups that mm-hmm. say no, fuck off, yeah, yeah. the less likely they are to get the kids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the more fa- people who, like, um, know other people, other parents are concerned, the more courage you give other parents as well yes. especially if they're thinking it but then all of their friends are dumbasses and and they're like of course you get vaccinated valerie and, and then you're talking to anyone like people you know how they're like i'll keep religion politics to yourself not in, not in this time <laughs> now is not the fucking time when you're on the playground i would be like <laughs> like Tell personal her. information i guess Tell but i'd be like what do you think of, or just ask like what do you think about vaccine like yeah the covid and a kid and i was saying to oh. a friend put on facebook and, um, you know, she just sort of said, oh, does everyone... Because she's in Sydney and she said, does mm-hmm. is the rest of Australia going to cop the same wrath that Sydney's copping or are we just like a testing ground, basically? Mm-hmm. And I commented and I just sort of said... Um, and, and then someone replied to my comment and I was like, you know, yeah. don't worry, we got this. Everyone will stand up eventually. Don't stress, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. then someone replied saying, I wish that was true, but I just don't feel it. And I said... And because she said, everyone I know is just talk, is getting the vaccine. Mm. And I said to her, I said, everyone that gets the vaccine needs you to know. Yeah. They need to show you. They need you to see their little Band-Aid on their arm. They need the Facebook fucking picture of them getting it. Mm -hmm. They're loud because that's the right side to be on. Yeah, exactly. A lot of the people that don't want the vaccine or are even anti-vax from fucking years ago are quiet. Mm -hmm. How many times before now did you tell anyone that you don't vax? Fucking no one. Never. Yeah. You know? Uh it's, It's... because this is the bad side. This yeah. is the wrong side. This is uh-huh. the side people hate. Yeah. So a lot of people are quiet. They, yeah. they don't let their position be known because it's scary. It's mm-hmm. hard having people call you a fucking reckless cunt. Yeah, yeah. You know? So never underestimate how mm-hmm. many people are sitting here going, I ain't getting that fucking yeah. shot. Yeah, exactly. They're just quiet about it. Yeah, yeah. They don't need to put their little fucking thing on Facebook oh, and say, oh, look at me, the, look at me. The fucking border one that's like, um, I'm wary of, what is that one? I'm, um... Oh, I... Um, I have a healthy, um... I have a healthy distrust of... Government. Government. No, no, it wasn't government. Of authority. Yeah, hold on, I'll find it. I've got a screenshot <laughs> on my message. What's that chick's name that fucking... <laughs> I can't say it. Oh, yeah, I've, I've remember. <laughs> I've seen it and I'm like, oh... I honey. have a healthy distrust of authority, but I still got the COVID vaccine. I have a healthy distrust of authority and I'm vaccinated. <laughs> That's... What did I say about that's just like the <laughs> ultimate virtue signaling, right? Oh. I don't want to piss off the people. Yes, that aren't from vaccinated, both. Mm-hmm. but I want the people to know that are vaccinated that I'm on your side too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the biggest load of shit it I is. ever seen. Yep. 
um, some of these. <laughs> What's wrong with people not liking you? And I always say this to yeah, Cody. Yeah, mm-hmm. You know, because Cody's really um, perceptive of emotional yeah. environments, and um, I've, a lot of the times she'll say, "Oh, I." You know, I did this because I didn't want them to not like me. Yeah. Or I did this because I didn't want them to hate me. Yeah. And I always say to her, mm-hmm. baby, you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But Otherwise, you'd shit. be a mug. No, what is it? Yeah. <laughs> some shit. I don't yeah. Know. But you're yeah. not. Uh-huh. Who gives a shit if people don't like that you? Aristotle quote. And it's like, a friend to all is a friend to none. None. Like, exactly. you just got to pick your fucking side. Yeah. Well, it's not about sides, but it is, I suppose, in this particular thing. But it's just like saying what you want. And yeah. people who, who still respect you will still be there. You know, yeah. One of my uh, real fucking smart people friends who went to uni. <laughs> um, <laughs> if anti-vaxxers were consistent, don't give me an anesthetic drug during my surgery if it's made by a big pharma. Don't give me adrenaline during my heart attack. Big pharma just wants to make money. I won't have antibiotics for my pneumonia. They're not a hundred percent safe. I don't give have antibiotics for my pneumonia. <laughs> don't give my child Ventolin for his asthma attack. You can't trust big pharma. Don't give my grandmother morphine on her deathbed because you know big pharma. And I'm just like, it's just so fucking stupid. And then also, this is the same thing as like, um, like you know, people you could have a, have the epidural. How are you friends with people like that? Oh, I know. Oh, I'm not really. I just worked with these idiots. And then like a lot of no, sorry, <laughs> not recently. I shouldn't say that. I just. <laughs> Um, well, I went to uni with a lot of these people, right? Idiots was way better. <laughs> anyway, but I was like, that's not it. That's not it. You're so dumb. Like, vaccine, immunal, in, immune systems, how the body works, how we develop, all of that. We're not talking things, about anesthetic in surgery, you fuckhead. Of course I want anesthetic in surgery. And that's those things are prophylactic. No, exactly. You know? I, I would need anesthetic because I don't want to just sit there and take the fucking, yeah. uh, you know. Or like, what is the other? Adrenaline in my heart attack. Well, no, I would want adrenaline. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, you're making... But I also s- probably won't have a heart attack yeah. because I'm not a fucking <laughs> retard. I'm not I'm, I'm not smoking, drinking to excess. I'm not eating McDonald's every day. I'm yeah. sitting in the fucking sun eating some apples. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm, gonna, I'm probably not going to have a fucking heart attack. And if you did, you would be like, that's fine, because I get emergency medicine yeah, and that yeah, thing. Yeah. But yeah. to equate it like we don't deserve that or like we're not consistent in our views, it's or, like, or you so can't, thick. What, so what you just, you have to subscribe to the pharma way of life. Yeah, like life, the whole thing. Or you can't have any of it. Yeah, exactly. The same as like if you get COVID and you're not vaccinated, you don't deserve healthcare. And it's like, fuck up, cunt, because <laughs> I'm sure there's 15 things you do that you don't do to protect your health, and exactly. maybe you don't deserve it. You know, I, I, I saw a comment today, because someone said that, you know, about the healthcare and COVID yeah. and all that sort of stuff, and then people were like, oh, well, then we should deny healthcare to all smokers too. Or we shouldn't. And then, yeah. and then one of the replies was like, but someone, someone else smoking doesn't affect your health. <laughs> Good damn. But this is how disconnected they is, are yeah. with what health is. And their whole thing with fucking COVID is we don't want to overwhelm the hospitals. So guess who is in the hospital the taking up fuckers. our beds? Yeah. And so yeah, it maybe you're not. They're not giving you like unless they're sitting next to you smoking all the time, but. They are still um, affecting your health. Even if you yes. think it's, oh, it's only a heart attack. I can't catch a heart attack from you. But then when you go to hospital, sweetie, they have a bed. And so your whole thing is <laughs> yes. like, if we're taking up beds in hospital, we could have been vaccinated for. And, taking, you know, and it's just like, oh, my God. 
Like the 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 like complete lack of thinking through these things. These oh people yeah, do. they've been building up to this for oh, years though. Yeah. Like your mum said back in mm. the day when she when you guys were little. Yeah. If you didn't vaccinate, you didn't vaccinate. Then it was like no one gave two shits. Mm-hmm. They've slowly been amping this up mm-hmm. to create this massive divide. Yeah. And now the way the government's going, it mm-hmm. is just creating yeah. complete segregation. Yeah. And another one too is like people making references to like, um, oh, you know, you don't want this vaccine. How is that ecstasy tablet you took out of somebody's van and while you're on pingers and shit? And I'm like, that's not it either. That's got nothing. Like people will put things into their body through their mouth. And we have a system that helps like detox and get things out or whatever. Right. When you bypass that whole GI tract, and you inject it, there yeah. are problems with that. Like, yeah. well, there can be, because there are. People die from it, so and don't then, minimize it. And then the mechanics aside, my fucking body. Yeah, yeah. I choose what the fuck goes in Same it. Same as you want to inject that mRNA into you, I don't. I choose not to. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I don't mm-hmm. I don't understand why, it. you know, the my body, my choice stands when, it's, when it comes to exactly. abortion. Yeah, exactly. But when it comes to a fucking experimental gene therapy that my mm-hmm. phone now predicts... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's, yeah. it's not. Yeah. It's not your choice because you're you're impacting others. Yeah. I'm fucking not. Yeah. It's so stupid. Um, have you heard that uh, analogy or whatever you fucking want to call it? But it's about um, science. It's like a scientist described it once and it's used a bit. And it's about like... Um, the thing is like it's a dark street right there's no no moon nothing and there's just one street light and and a drunk man's dropped his keys and he's trying to but the keys dropped outside of where the street light shines so he's just like on his knees feeling around in the dark trying to feel where his keys are and the the analogy to it if that's the right word is like science can only see what the light hits there's all this darkness we don't know everything yeah. science isn't like when they say the science is settled no we don't like that's why we have science, science. Is never settled this is what the light's shining on is what we know and what we can put our hands around and go okay this is how we think it fucking works there's so many more and like so when you have a hypothesis with shit mm. like this dickhead saying like oh there's gonna be no fertility problems that's just a guess in the dark the same as when they say we think there potentially could be fertility problems yeah. that's a guess as well and there's ways but the difference is our guess is a lot more likely because it mm. comes from injecting your body with an unknown substance yeah uh-huh yeah you know mm-hmm. i um i screenshotted a comment from twitter and, and took it over to instagram i'll read it to you because that that it was just so true um <clears throat> There is no evidence that it doesn't. These people are forgetting the onus of proof is on them to show it is safe. Yeah. Not on us to show it yeah. is dangerous. Exactly. And without long-term safety data, they cannot show that it's safe. Exactly, yeah. End of fucking story. It's all a guess. Yes. It's a guess. It's like, okay, we think it's going to be safe because... And it's the same as like, oh, I got the they vaccine. They thought thalidomide was going to be safe. Yeah. They thought asbestos was they safe. They thought spraying they thought kids with DDT was safe. Yeah. You know, fuck. I know. Um, that's like, you know, when people go, oh, you know, I got the vaccine. I feel fine. I just felt a little sick at the start. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm mm. like, you are like one month into it. Like, what yeah. are you talking about? Well, like, do, you, do you really wow. think that like, I, 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 you know how there's like cognitive dissonance that we talk about all the time. Yeah. And I, I think I've been intentionally like thinking that it's not going to be catastrophic. Yeah. But the further this mm. goes along, I am starting to really think that it is going to be catastrophic. Like I really mm. think that yeah. the reason they chose vaccine was because they do need to depopulate. 
I like I've seen you know if you you know how there's a few that I've seen like everyone that's had this is going to be dead within three to five years yeah and you're like well and they come to those like and these are like Nobel laureates saying it like mm. the one in particular and you're like what the fuck and yeah I feel like my brain is like oh surely not like I feel like it'll be I feel like oh you know maybe we'll have just like just like with everything everything's slow so maybe we'll we'll we there'll, will be a, see there'll be an explosion of Parkinson's. Some kind of and, illness, but and then but there'll yeah. be so much propaganda that even if you suggest it, oh, it was from the COVID vax. You got one of the first generation COVID vaxes back in 2021. Like, and then that'll be all they'll be like, no, it's not, and it'll be squashed, just like the autism mm-hmm. thing and everything. So then I think, well, you know, maybe it will just blow over and these things will pop up in five years. People won't think it's going to do with what happened five years ago. But then you're like, imagine if it's right. Like, yeah, I can't, I, I can't, but my brain boggles thinking Same. about if, Same. imagine if they all did die. Yeah. Imagine if in five years time, this collapse, like we have had such a cruisy life in in our generation, especially in Australia. And you think, but we are overpopulating. We've got all these problems on the planet. Mm. What happens if it was this huge thing that was like, you know what, we need to, cul- what do they say the perfect amount of people are? 800? 500 million. 500 million, yeah, right. Like seven point something billion. Yeah. You just think, and how many billion have now got the fucking shot? I know, like it's it's a perfect way, and then especially when you have um, fellow citizens policing citizens and bullying, and you have the media in it, like so many people are going to get vaccinated. And then like the collapse that follows, like is you think about all the billions of people that have had it, and and, mm-hmm. and what if they do die? Mm. You know, in Australia, fifty percent of the population in Australia has now had at least one shot. Yeah. So right. you know, one in two. Yeah. That's one in two. Not that I really believe their numbers. Yeah. But. Anyway, um, so imagine if all those people do die. That's know. like that's half my family, Chris's entire family. Yeah, it's like so scary. It is really scary, and like yeah. you said, when you've got fucking very intelligent people who know their fucking shit, yeah, saying that this is a possibility, like it's it is. You're like whoa, and and imagine getting so imagine if it starts happening, right? Imagine all these people start dying from the vax, and you know you've had it. Oh, can you imagine. just imagine like? I, why did I take that vaccine for a yeah, job? Exactly, exactly. Why did I tr- uh, get it because I wanted to go to Bali and get fucking drunk and take ecstasy on the why, beach? Why did I take it because I thought I would need it to travel? And yeah. then in two years' time, you realize, oh fuck, I didn't even need it to travel. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. It's especially for a virus that obviously kills people. We know that everything um, kills people. Yeah, but like for something that wasn't so like on Zuby, I agreed with him. Joe Rogan didn't when he said if it was a more lethal disease, lethal disease, yeah. he feels like we'd be more united. Yeah, and I believe it too because I yeah. think. I wouldn't go and eat at the fucking coffee club if I knew there was a, a disease that was killing one in ten that caught it. Yeah. I wouldn't even wear a mask. I wouldn't leave my house. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. I, I would keep my kids home from the play park if I knew there was something out there that would a ten percent chance would kill them. Yeah. Until I knew more facts and stuff, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But when it's like something the like first this, two weeks when COVID, yeah, like and people are dropping dead in Wuhan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, okay, cautious. <laughs> but when there is a divide and there is so much fury about it, is because it is something that potentially, if you're under the age of sixty at least, there's zero risk. It's so yeah. You're more likely to die in the car on the way to, mm-hmm. on the way to get your fucking vaccine. Yeah. Than you are from the actual virus. Yeah. Yeah, man. Ugh. It's fucking. It's pretty wild. It is wild times. Um, Did you have anything, if, you know, upbeat to talk about? We've been fucking Debbie Downers lately. Um, Chris sends me this Oh, shit. there was actually a hilarious quote I heard the other day. Yeah, Chris sends me all this shit like I haven't already seen it. I'm like, did you even look at my Instagram? I shared that three days ago. You fuck with. Um, there was a quote. I love you, babe. Sorry. <laughs> it said, some people are so far behind in the race that they think they're leading. Yes. Yeah, that yes. was so good. That is really good. <laughs> oh. oh, man. 
Um, yeah, what's up, Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I'm glad I'm homeschooling, though. I know, me too. There's something funny that happened the other day with it, and I was like, you're so hilarious. Oh, I love so the whole... Um, so, I... When we first started homeschooling, I just did the whole, we're not going to do anything until you guys get school out of your system. Yeah. So for like three months, we just sort of did nothing and we just played. Yeah. Cool. Um, and then and then I thought, oh, fuck, I probably should start doing stuff. So I yeah. got like a homeschool program. Oh, uh, uh-huh. And started doing it with Tanner and he's like, I don't like this, mom. This is boring. And I'm like, yeah, I don't like it either, <laughs> let's stop. And it was yeah. just, it was shit. Anyway, so then I was talking to stop and I was like, you know, school doesn't teach children how to think. No. It teaches children what the education system wants them to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it teaches them how to retain that information yeah. so that they can pass their assessments. Mm-hmm. It doesn't teach them how to think. Yeah. I want my kids to go, why does this work? Yeah. Why did this happen? Mm-hmm. How does this, you know, I want them to think those things. Yeah. Uh-huh. One of my friends has a, a tutor comes to the house and she seems pretty rad. She's a teacher, does like, you know, like random work at the school and then does some tutoring. Yeah. And um, something about like her little, her, her daughter, these kids are little, like they're like eight. And um, she got ad- adjective and verb mixed up or some shit. And the teacher was like, they're never going to be tested for it because they're homeschooled. So don't worry. They can no. learn that when they're ready. Yeah. And I thought, fuck yeah. Like if you're at school and your kid just doesn't get it. Like me with maths, like I'm fucking shit at maths now. And I think I constantly tell myself I'm shit at maths. Yeah. So I know I'm probably cock blocking myself from actually opening that part of my brain up. But I hated maths at school. I yeah. had so much anxiety. I remember just being like, oh, Sarah, go over here and work one-on-one, one-on-one with this friend who knows maths more than you. And I just remember getting everything wrong and I fucking hated it. And I yeah. still do. And what happens if there was no pressure on me and I could have, and it wasn't like you have to pass this test or whatever. It would have been like, hence, this is like the universal reason why so many people yeah. do homeschooling because they don't want that for their kids either. But you just, when the, when but, I heard this teacher just not be worried, they're like, when are they going to get tested? They're yeah. homeschooled. And I was like, fuck yeah. It was like this m- massive weight off my shoulders when I realised my kids will learn, my kids will know how to think for themselves. Yeah. You know, because that's, mm-hmm. that's what they're, they're going to have no choice. Yeah, exactly. You know, they're going to have to think. Yeah. You know, Tana asks me questions all the time. And I'm like, oh, let's Google. Let's find out. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sophie the other day, she's like, what, what happens when we die? And I'm like, well... That's a question. Like, no one really knows. And, like, there's all different religions that are, like, trying to describe When you, when you know, let us know. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and then I was, like, some people... And I, I said, I believe in reincarnation. That's what I think. So, I think we come back and stuff. And she's, like... And I said, but we, no one knows. That's just what I might think, I'm, you know? And she's, like, well, can't you just Google it? <laughs> I was, like, so cute. Like, she just thinks you can Google everything. Yeah. <laughs> I was, like, no, you can't Google that question. Well, you can't Google that question. You can't. Interpretation. I, I wonder what it would give you. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it's, uh, and it's just nice to see them follow that. You know, we went out mm-hmm. for a play with another two homeschooling families out to the lake. Yeah. And one of the um, little fellas, I don't know, he's probably about 10, maybe, 11, mm-hmm. yeah. and he brought his big camera with him. Fuck yeah, And man. he's out at the lake taking photos. So cool. And I'm like, fucking, that's rad. That's so you know, rad. that's so much better than sitting in a classroom learning oh. shit you have absolutely no fucking interest in. Oh, I know, right? I know, it's so shit. Mm. Um, yeah, no, that's good. I couldn't even now anyway. So even if I kept them in school, I think I would have pulled them out by now. Yeah, same. Especially if they started some shit at the school. Especially when I think one, once I realised nearly everyone's a fuckwit in life, especially with people with degrees. I, I remember having this thing of like, when we were thinking, do we homeschool? I'm like, I bet there are people. Like, just the same with maternity systems. You think... It's this smooth-running, amazing machine that honours women and does everything right all of the time. 
when you're there and you look at it, you think, holy shit, mm-hmm. I'm like, get me the fuck out of here. And I bet there are fucking staff rooms with teachers and there's teachers sitting there going, like, fuck, I'd want my kids coming here being yeah, taught yeah. by these fuckwits. Yeah, yeah, Like, there's just sure. a bunch of fucking... Of, you know, and I'm just like, oh, I know, no. I know a teacher who feels and thinks exactly the same yeah, way. Yeah, it would have to, because there's yeah. always people in every industry that can see just the most people and I fuck with. Yeah. There's only just the odd ones that are good. The teachers that genuinely love to teach yeah. can see it for what it is. Yeah. And the uh-huh. same as you, you know, trying to be a midwife in the system. You couldn't because you yeah. actually want to be with women. <laughs> yeah, literally. Not just pretend to be. Yeah, exactly right. I had one really awesome teacher, Mr. Fraser. He really did the whole critical thinking things with yeah, the yeah. media. And yeah. he'd always, he was I that English actually, teacher. Yeah, I had a few really good teachers. Yeah. But then I also had some really posse teachers. Yeah, I had way uh, better, like I had more, fewer good teachers than Yeah, no, most. My, my, mine was pretty good. But school was probably, like the social aspects of school was probably yeah. harder for me than the learning side of it. Yeah, right. Which uh-huh. was... Yeah. Which is why I think Cody was just such a red flag as soon as she started yeah. school. Some uh-huh. of the things she said, even just in the first couple of months that she was there, I was like, mm, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> yeah, red flag, red flag. <laughs> You're coming home. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Alrighty. I need a pee. Nice. Catch your cunts. <laughs> Catch your cunts. <laughs>